This show was brought to you by Step Up and Play Productions. Hello and welcome to another thrilling instalment of Boz and Baz's Penny Arcade. Uh, once again, we failed miserably at producing a semi-regular show, but we never really go away. It's just a, a long comfort break. No, no that's, that's weird. Anyway, um, we're back with another show. This week we find out what's changed Boz's life, uh, argue about TV shows, ponder if Elon Musk is a good guy or not, and even talk about empires. Uh, all of this and more with little to no facts included. It's great to be back and thank you for sticking with us. It, it still blows our minds that even our friend of the pod, Kevin, still listens to us. So the fact that anyone else in the world is is actually just amazing. Anyway, let's get into it. Anyway, let's let's start this proper buzz. I feel like we have started proper. We kind of have, yeah, but let's let's start proper because I don't want to start with that. <laughs> Why not? That can come it's in somewhere it. else. Um Right, we've, again, um, we keep promising this weekly thing, which I, I like I like that we promise and we regularly under-deliver. Uh, <laughs> yeah, over-promise, under-deliver. But we have, we have all, we've, we've got a good reason. Boz, what have, you, what have you been doing these last few weeks? I've had a baby, Liam. That's, that's what I've been doing. I've been raising a child. Yeah. Yeah, you nearly done then. <laughs> contributing to contributing to society. So, have you have you imparted any any wisdom to to your child yet? Uh, no. I think the strangest uh, thing. One of the things that's most frustrating at the moment, actually, like I haven't imparted any wisdom, obviously, because as you know, babies are boring at this age. Like it's, they're great, like. But they they're not exciting, do they? Yeah, they don't do anything. They they chill, they eat, they sleep, they shit. That's what they do. But um, what we've noticed is, and we just noticed this now actually, is like one of us will talk to the baby, and then the other person will say what, because you they just assume you're talking to them, and it's getting really frustrating. <laughs> like, so it's it's just weird having the three of us here, but it's been good. I mean, and obviously. You were already kitted out before you even found out that you had a baby. So, so, so for for our listeners who don't know about this, um, so Boz moved into his his house what three years ago now, was it? <laughs> yeah, I know where you're going with this. Uh, yeah, about two and a half years ago now. Yeah, it? two and a half three years. So he's, so he's moved yeah. into this. He's moved into this house. Uh, it came, he says, it came with a baby gate. <laughs> it did. The spare, the spare room just had a load of nappy bags in it. <laughs> Opened up the fridge, baby milk. <laughs> no, but at that point, there was no, there was allegedly no baby. 
<laughs> so I don't know if some sort of like flowers in the attic situation has been going on and Boz has been keeping some secret wife and baby up in the loft whilst him and Ang Harrod are having just a lovely old time yeah. there. <laughs> Downstairs. The Swindon for itself. Yeah, it's like the moon. Um, so yeah, so... so that, what did we, you we think created, of that film? Created, uh, well, The Room, I haven't seen it. Tazbaz has seen it and she enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, but yeah, so we made so so that that's how um, Boz and Ang's uh, first child, Kevin Bosnett, was born. It definitely, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was weird how that that all worked out. There was a baby gates, and we looked in the fridge. It, it just it was just like a perfect storm, wasn't it? That, that, that day, yeah, I was just I just remember being like, Boz, have you have you got a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was. I think we had bought something for some baby as well. I can't remember what. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, but um, well, like just said, got a secret feral kid up in the loft, and now there's stuff. There's stuff everywhere now, isn't there? We got have loads of stuff. Oh, well, yeah. and, uh, he's growing. He's growing out of his newborn stuff already. It's like we got like a drawer worth of stuff now. There's yeah. And what, and what you do is you save all that stuff until oh, someone else person. has a baby, and then, yeah. and then, but you give it to them and you go, oh, I just really thought that like you could use this, and then they're like, oh, really grateful. Oh, thanks, that's really kind of you for giving me all this stuff. But really, what you're saying is, I fucking need this out of my house. Take it. Well, I don't <laughs> like because you need, but because you need so much stuff, you know. Yeah, sure. Because you're right. They do. They require so many things, so many outfit changes. Oh, have you, have you had, have you had a, an exploding nappy yet? Oh, earlier. Or diaper for our uh, change. Earlier, I took the nappy off and it, a projectile shot at me. Nice. It was, it was a good one as well. Because you get some misfires as well, which make you flinch a bit. Yeah. Just a had fart, you, but... Had you had you done the thing where like. As you take the nappy off, you kind of like just tuck it under the bum, which just kind of just raises it up a little bit. Mm, but obviously, you've got a, a little girl, but a boy with a with a willy. Did, did they just well? It's when the they want to pee. When the it's when the yeah, hits yeah, it, yeah. and you've got a watch as well because it kind of like pokes out a little bit when it's ready to go. Yeah, Jets, are you? He's had me a couple of times. He has had me a couple of times. <laughs> And there's nothing you could do about it. You just gotta be prepared. Yeah, and it's surprising how how quickly you become immune to how gross all these things that are coming at you are. You're kind of like, in the past, you'd be like, if it was somebody else's, it was another another kid, you'd be like, oh my god, and like wanting to throw up. But when it's your yeah. own, you're like, oh, well, okay, I can handle this. You've seen me, or you know, you've seen a picture of me holding a baby and how awkward and cumbersome I am. And I, I like. It's the worst. Holding other people's kids is horrible, but um, not horrible. You know, it's lovely, but do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's uncomfortable in a way. Uh, but I throw him about. It's fine. Like it's because he's yours. Uh, yeah, because you know, you're like, hang on. Only one person can tell me off if I drop this yeah. one. If yeah. I drop, if I drop the one that's nothing to do with me, everyone's going to be on my back. Yeah, but it's like even when it's someone else's kid, you have to sit in the chair and the control and the and the. Under and a controlled environment. Uh, uh, yeah. You do. Yeah, as a controlled environment. Um, it's because you handle it like it's a grenade. 
I tell you now, it's it's a weird thing holding other people's babies. They they just and, and like like you say, on it, it's like you could, could never. I would never want to change another child's nappy. It'd be disgusting. It just the 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 smell. But if it's your own, um, you just feel differently about it. Yeah, and I know what I mean. I, I'm kind of fine with it though, because I like I used to do my nephews when he was because if I was my first nephew was born when I was about twelve and that so. Yeah. I, I used to kind of help her there, but I did have a very strict only wheeze policy. But then, you know, I was 12 yes. myself. But um, that's a solid policy. But yeah, so, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I, I'll change someone else's kid form if they yeah. but like, I think, it I think is, I yeah, you're I'm talking about children if it's your own. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying more before you have children, like, is yeah, yeah, to change in another child and happy before. But now I could probably do it, no problem. But the thought of doing it prior to that, it's not, the shit. Not it's, a chance, like it's it's the shit. You don't, you just don't want anything to do with it, really, do you? That's really the long and short of it. It is a really wet them. Obviously, he's breastfeeding, so it is a really wet. Like I'm not looking forward to them becoming more solid, though, because when the more solid they become, the more sticky they become, don't they? <laughs> uh, oh, this is excellent content, Boz. We've just yeah. descended. Into standard parents well, was, talking I, about shits, the the frequency, the size, the color, the texture. <laughs> I mean, this is like fucking mum's net. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the content that we're turning up to, but um, Boz net. Okay, done. No, so far so good. So far so good. It's uh, actually you just they grizzle a bit, and that's frustrating when they're screaming in your face and. You don't know what they want, but you know. Yeah. On the whole, on the whole, I'd say it's been a, a good few weeks. Yeah. Good. Good. And and what about sleeping? How's that been? <laughs> <laughs> I've done right out of this, to be honest, because I'm breastfeeding. She's kind of done a lot of stuff through the night, um, so I've been quite lucky with that. Uh, yeah, thing is, we're knackered now, so we usually go to bed about nine-ish now. Yeah, I, okay. we we got into a bit of a routine because Tazbaz didn't um, breastfeed. We we bottle fed, um, and you know that that worked for her. I'm I'm very much of a when it came to that, she was like, I don't want to do this, and I was like, you know, that's fine. It's your body. At the end of the day. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. So, so I, yeah, I, I, I didn't. Um, there's, there's no kind of arguing from, from my, my side there. I know a lot of people will say, um, it's nothing to do with know, the like, book. Well, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? And, and actually, by doing, by doing it that way, it meant that I could help more. Mm. Um, so, yeah. To be fair, that's, that's kind of what I was more interested in doing. I, I wanted, I wanted to help, and if, if that was, um. If that was the way we were going to do it, then then fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so obviously by doing that, it's kind of it's four hour, four hour blocks. So I would always I did like I think about an eleven o'clock at night one. So I do that late one because I would step naturally step a bit later anyways. Tasmas would go to bed early, and then I'd do that one, go to bed, and then she'd get up and do like the two, three in the morning one. And mm. because because she was going to be off and I was going to work the next day, so that that all kind of worked out nicely and stuff. But at the end of the day, mate, I think 
there's no right or wrong way to do this stuff. Everybody, you know, there's the basics, um, but there's no yeah. And you, you right just do you just do what works for you and kind of just just get through just get through it. I think <laughs> just get yeah. through it without like complete like sleep just, deprivation. <laughs> yeah, I am. Like I said, I'm more tired now than I have been for a long, long time. Obviously, but I just I think it's lockdown as well. There's uh, it's still. Things are pretty mundane, and it'd be nice to be out and you know, even just for a wander in the shops or something, check them in a pram and yeah, but then, uh, so, just go for so some food or something. Think about like where you've said, like, oh, they've got so much stuff. Um, the amount of just if you call it like pop to the shop, like you've got like 15 bags and you've got so many things, you've got six six outfit changes just in case, you've got spare yeah. bottles, you've got absolutely everything. I just I remember as as Phoebe was getting older, just like just just being relieved, like the time when we got to the point where we went out and we just took one bag. Also, this well, is amazing. Anne can just whip her boob up, can't she? I mean, obviously you need a few um, nappies and like we got yeah. a backpack that works. Hey, you you could you could whip your boob out. Probably just oh, to distract right. because because and I know like people shouldn't, but some people do get un- uncomfortable if they see a woman breastfeeding, which you know is ridiculous. Just that is it's, a weird it's thing. Isn't it? but, it's not a weird thing. But but you could you could you could run interference. So Ang Ang's, do, Ang's doing a little bit of a feed, and you're like, "Whoa, hey guys, over here, whip your top up, yeah. maybe do a little dance." What What do you think people find uncomfortable about it? Um, I I th- I don't think it's the oh my god they're feeding him with their boob that's gross. I don't think it's that at all. I think I think it's oh there's a boob. I hope they haven't seen me look at that boob. Don't look at that boob again. Oh, I've looked at that boob again. I wonder if they noticed me look at that boob again. Oh, I've done it again. I think it's that. I think it's that and then getting worried that someone's going to see them look at the boob. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Because at the end of the day... I get that. At the end of the day, it's it's a boob that is obscured by a baby head. No man wants to get caught looking at a boob. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's the fear, the fear of getting told off by your wife for looking at a, another boob. That happens I saw that. Um, I'm not no, I'm not weird. I just I just happened to see. Oh no! That resurfaced this week. Actually, that's one of the things I saw on Twitter this week. I've seen that thing with uh, David Beckham checking out that cheerleader and Posh just looking disgusted. Oh no, no I haven't seen uh, that. That's that's quite funny. That's quite funny. <laughs> Yes, ah, yeah, he just gets busted. Do you know what happens happens to to everyone? Then there's there's the classic meme with the the oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that gets used for everything, doesn't it? Now it does, it does. Um, but yeah, that's good, though, man. I'm, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's all going well. Yeah, and it is going well, and it is a perfect excuse for uh, not. Yeah, not doing the pod. So there you go. Yeah, so if anybody wanted to complain, which are not, nobody's complaining because nobody expects us to do anything weekly. It's something that we keep putting on ourselves, um, mainly driven by me, um, and then we just don't do it. (laughs) This is a a layer of love, right? We make the rules. Deal with it. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's, it's It's all fun and games. And 
but yeah, I mean, what was what do I want to say? I've got, I've been, I've been on the BBC today. I know normally we kind of get bits that are from sort of BBC. All... Yeah, you know, some might even call it highbrow. Um, no, but I've, I've, um, I know we normally get kind of stories from different corners of the internet and maybe have a little look on on Listverse and and stuff like that. But um, I'm just trying to find the article again now because it's kind of. I'll be honest. When I say I, I've been on the BBC, I mean I, I generally it's just um, I just look at like the the most read articles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't go really like like looking for any anything uh, anything in particular. But what I did see today was about um, Elon Musk and his his SpaceX. It exploded, so you didn't know. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, read, I read the article, and it was like. Um, so it's, it's the the rocket has gone up, it's landed, and um, and then there was a fire around the bottom of the rocket, and um, and then and shortly after they, that fire kind of started, the rocket mm. exploded. Now, in my mind, that's that's like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of rocket, well, right? No, it so it took off and it was a successful launch. And it landed, then it exploded. Yeah, but that's but yeah. but that rocket is going to be like like you know hundreds of millions of dollars worth of rocket, right? Yeah. So it's not cheap. And then as I carried on reading, it just said that's a really successful mission. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, well, it, it because was it, successful because it, because it took off and it landed. I was like, but I'm pretty sure that. A very key element of this no, is no, that no, you no. can take off, you can land, and not explode. Yeah, but it was successful because it did take off, it did turn around, it did land. It only and it didn't explode immediately. It did take a while to explode. I, I, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with SpaceX. Uh, <laughs> I like Elon Musk. Um, but you know, so there. Do you know what I mean? This isn't you're like oh, wow. I like Elon Musk. That is not a sentence I expect anybody to really say. Um, but this, this, this is great as well because I've. What, what do you I've, mean? That's not accepted. What, what's wrong with Elon Musk? As far as I'm aware, mate, he's not a great bloke. Anyways, um, so I've, I've on BBC. I've searched SpaceX explosion. The article that I read earlier is replaced by like a by a, by a video, but. This isn't even the first time it's exploded. So, um, December, 10th of December, SpaceX Starship rocket blows up trying to land. This one didn't even manage to land. It just exploded on the way down. It did land. No, this is the one from December. Oh, right, right. <laughs> it blows up trying to land. So, so yeah, so, so going from where they were in December to where they are today, that is an improvement. But still, key thing, the explosions... <laughs> No, but you've got this all wrong. You've got this all wrong. <laughs> so, so traditionally, so NASA was on the verge of not being, you know, they were on the verge of stopping a lot of their missions, weren't they? Yeah. Now, the reason they've been able to start a lot of their missions again, like, the, you know, they, they're starting to be a, a lot more active at the moment, is because Boeing used to have the contracts for all the space shuttles. Yeah. But SpaceX are doing well, doing a better job, like a third of the cost. So I think I think SpaceX is doing a good job, Baz. I think you're being asked on poor Elon, yeah. 
Is it? I've defended is, him. Is, is that harsh? Poor Elon. <laughs> Another sentence that you never expect to hear. Oh, poor Elon Musk. Yeah. Lying there on his bed of $100 bills. Look. His diamond encrusted pillows. Having such a tough time. It surprises, it, it surprises me that you'd be an Elon Musk fan. I, what's wrong with Elon Musk? I uh, you need to justify why you. I don't understand what your problem is. Let's find some. What's wrong? No, we, no, 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 no. I, I did actually read a book about him. I just said he's not a good bloke, and he's generally like, just not my kind of guy. I think from the stuff that I've, he's well, some of his comments and stuff online and that. He's uh, yeah, just not a good bloke. What more do you want from me, Buzz? The evolution of Elon Musk, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here we go. What I would say is his face is strangely smooth, and that in itself makes me feel uneasy. Yeah, I think he's I think he's added a lot to the world, or you gotta you gotta accept that. Like what? PayPal. Excellent. Uh, Tesla, Tesla. I think Tesla's massive. It's gonna, it's gonna, obviously, it's gonna be massive for uh, yeah, but reducing feel... greenhouse gases and all the rest of it. It is gonna be incredible. Yeah, but I, got... I feel, I, I feel like they're real knobby with that though, because they've got this incredible technology around the batteries and their batteries and everything, and yeah. we've got this that can have incredible lifespans and that for for you know everyday things, but they're like. Nah, we're going to keep these. We're going to put them in cars, or and and everything we do is going to be super expensive. Oh, if you want to get one of our electric cars and that, then you oh you can, but there's a massive wait list. We're not. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not. It's yes. It at some point in the future, they could be. That that could make things a lot better. No, I, I, I think they've. I think, I think they, they could do, I think they could be doing more now. Is what I'm saying. They brought they brought things on massively in terms of. Uh, where electric cars were when they started, you gotta accept that. But like, electric cars now, Teslas particularly, are a million miles better than they were ten, twelve years ago. Yeah, but that's can, good. But can the, that's can a the good a, can contribution. The average, but, can the, but can the average person go out and just get a Tesla like they can a Ford Focus? Well, what's the cheapest Tesla? Uh, let's find out. Yeah. I think the nice ones are about 80 grand, aren't they? Excellent. Which is expensive, absolutely. <laughs> What's the Model 3 Tesla? That's what, that's what I'm just trying to find out now. Uh, Model 3. Not to 63.1 seconds. That's pretty cool. Don't care. It's quick stuff like, uh, I don't know. Stuff like that, I'm not really fussed about. Uh, 40,000. Uh, no, Model 3, 50. This is on the Tesla site. I'm on the Tesla site. Standard range plus 40,000. 52, 52,855. 40, partial premium interior. 42,000. Hang on. If you clicked on used. No. You must have done, mate. I'm I've on the website. I'm on the website. 
I'm on the way. 
So if if that happens, then you'd have to say that's pretty impressive. Is that that would be pretty cool? Yeah, Neuralink is cool. But then again, how easy is that going to be for like the people who really really need it to get it, or is it just going to be super rich people again? So it could cure paralysis, deafness, blindness, and other disabilities. Imagine that paralysis. Can it enhance? Uh, can it enhance you? Uh, probably. Can it give you super strength? I don't know, but it might be able to give you other superpowers. Maybe it like helps you remember stuff. Well, it, well, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. If there's a chip in your brain, you'd remember more stuff. You can just draw on that chip, can you? Obviously, uh, and the other thing as well. <sighs> I don't know if I'd like, want that. You could search the web through your brain. You're like, oh, what's the answer to that? Oh, I'll check in my Neuralink. That'll tell me. I'll go through Wikipedia. But then... but then I'll, I'll buy a Tesla. I'll go on but, <laughs> <laughs> but then wouldn't you be concerned that, like, someone could just access everything you've thought about? Nah. <laughs> but they could, couldn't they? If they, if, uh, if they could do that. That's just, that's just like looking through someone's phone, though. No, that's not your your actual thoughts. Yeah, everyone Googles what they think. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, right, here's an example. I was at work, and I went to speak to this woman. I had to ask her a question. I needed her knowledge uh, for the piece of work I was doing. I asked her the question, and within five seconds, I'd completely ignored everything that she was saying, and I was just looking at her thinking, I wonder what you would do if I just threw up on you right now. I don't want that kind of thought to be something that someone could just hack into. Uh, like, wow, yeah, all but, of this. do you know what I mean? Most, yeah, but most people are simple folk, you know. I mean, you know, she's not going to have the capabilities to hack into your uh, mainframe, not, is she? Not her, not her, but somebody could. Yeah, like who? And who then they no offense, but you're not that interested. Yeah, but people do. But that's the same. That's the same with anything, though. Like somebody's just yeah. sat home, and suddenly their little little light on their laptop comes on because someone's hacked in their camera not because that person's particularly interesting just because they could like oh, a voyeur oh i wonder what i could find out here nah it's gonna be it's gonna be I wonder nah, who this guy's be... thinking about being sick on nah it'll be like that episode of uh black mirror wasn't it with toby cable and uh the who's the boss name jordy whittaker um i haven't seen it buzz all right i've you have seen black mirror i've i've seen the john ham one i think and that's about it not for any other reason than we keep going, we really need to watch that, and then we don't watch it. Not because we don't want to, just because we know See, I kind of envy you, because I would like to watch them again, having not watched them, but it, that is annoying me that you've gone through lockdown and not watched Black Mirror. I've not got a lot of space for anything else at the moment other than zombies. You watch so much shit. I, I, I started watching The Walking Dead, oh, and now I am... I'm... I... Simon Lincoln peaked with I'm, teachers. I'm all, in, I'm, all, I'm all in on it. I'm I'm obsessed. So I've watched all of I've watched all of the the main series. I'm watching Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm just way through that to the point where even, I've even ended up <laughs> in my, in my, when I'm just sat watching when watching stuff together. I mean, it's not watching Walking Dead because I'm watching that on my own. His I've name been, is Simon Lincoln, isn't it? Is Andrew, it Simon Lincoln? Lincoln. Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, he's, I, he's... I end up. 
I've, I've ended up even downloading uh, a game called State of Survival, which is just basically that. I've been, play- I've been playing that. I've been collecting my rations, fighting zombies. It's just, it's taken over everything, mate. I've not, I, I can't also um, fit in Black Mirror and kind of like dystopian futures and stuff as well. That's, I've already got enough of a dystopian future. And it's full yeah. of. Zombies. I'd be sat there. Watching all this, watching all this Charlie Brooker and Iska unraveling, thinking, right, when do the zombies come in? There's no right. way that um, Walking Dead is better than Black Mirror, but that's that's another story. Uh, I that's, that's, think, not, um, that's, that's not what what I what I said. I just said I really like it and I've been watching it. Uh, Andrew Lincoln peaked with teachers, I think. I think that's the well, have you, that's have his you watched, best work. Have you watched The Walking Dead? I don't need to. I just know. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, it's not my. I don't like zombie stuff. It's just. But you, it's, but know, it's just not realistic. Like, you, don't, you don't have to like zombie stuff to know that. It's not actually, realistic. And to be fair, the, the, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Uh, I tell you, also, Transformers isn't realistic, Boz, but people still watch that. That could happen. That could happen. Fuck tell off. Was, tell was rubbish back in the day. Uh, did you ever watch? It was probably something you would watch, actually. True Blood. That was bloody rubbish. I did watch True Blood. Yeah, say no more. I like all so, sorts of stuff, Buzz. I've just got, I've, I've just got a, a, I'm just less dismissive of things than you. I'm, I'm not dismissive. I just you're incredibly dismissive. I know what I like. I did, which I'm isn't very start, much. I am gonna start. I'm gonna start watching Your Honor with um, Brian Cranston. I think his name is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, of Breaking Bad fame, which again, Breaking Bad. Nah. No, no, not for me. But that's I because don't. you you take an approach. You're like my old man. You go, you hear, oh, that's supposed to be really good, that. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's no, really popular. I, oh, is it? I don't like I it. Got, I got to series uh, three, and I just got bored. Just bored me. I couldn't, I couldn't watch. Like Sopranos, I could I could watch Sopranos any day, any time. Any episode comes on, I can dial into it. But, like that's it. All, but, that's all, but that's also a slow burn as well, though, isn't it? Sopranos. Yeah. Nah, Sopranos is class. It's all. It's just class. You need to watch. You haven't watched Sopranos, have you? I got time to watch Sopranos, mate. I'm still watching it's, Zombies. It's the it's the best uh, program. You know, whatever you would call it, drama. But the, but, but the point is, is that's what I do know is that it's a slow burn thing. It's not like uh, it's, it's not stuff constantly happening to you. There's not, there's not action. And that Breaking Bad was too slow a burn, though. And I've seen the clip of when Gus gets killed, and I can't Shit. deal with it. The fact that he gets blown up and then walks out with half his face off and then decides to fall to the ground, I just can't. I'm going to be honest with you, mate. He was dead, and he didn't decide to fall to the ground. Also, there is a certain bit of artistic license that you have there. They want to have the... Nah, 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 nah. They, they, they want to have that dramatic, like, two-faced kind of... Uh, Reveal thing at the end before he falls over. Why can't he just die? Because that way is more entertaining. You miserable, miserable bastard! <laughs> it wasn't just stupid. That's, that's what it is. It... Every time you go, ah, oh, no, oh, what's no. this mildly entertaining? Boy, oh, this is ridiculous. It was. Oh, oh my stupid. god! You had, the, you had the bloody delinquent with the bell ringing his bell. Obviously. He's bomb goes off and then you have guess just walk out like uh, just 
he just he was staggering. He just walked out, looked straight into the camera. Obviously, the camera. He, you know, yeah, he just, just, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see half his face is disintegrated, and then he decides to die. Well, so he, he right, right. Dial that one back a bit. He doesn't decide to die. <laughs> He doesn't decide. Is I, I could carry on living with half of my face blown off, but I think I'll just die. Big. I think I'll just die. I think I'm just gonna die now. I'll just die now. A blast that big, you would not walk out the room. I forgot you're a ballistics expert. <laughs> you would not walk out that room. And it's, it's like it's. Uh... What about chickens then? When you cut a chicken's head off and they can still run around for like five oh, seconds? No, that's not that's not the same. Uh, like, Why is um, it not the same? Why is it not the same? Why? Oh, well, because it because it because it because it doesn't support your argument. Yeah, the other thing as well, right? <laughs> when I get, when when that mate is about to get Hank and then he decides, no, I'm going to go and get my axe from my car. And uh... you know, boss, you can't question the decisions of the characters because that's the same. You do that with every single film, and you go, well, this isn't this isn't what I would do. This isn't what would happen in real life. But actually, in real life, people do change their mind about things, and they don't go, "Well, I might shoot that person." Oh no, I'm not. I'm going to do this instead, and then they get away or whatever. And that gun that finally sees—obviously, I've seen the clip of this. I, I didn't watch all of it. But the gun that sees off Walter White in the end—that bloody mental gun on that car. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I don't. It's a bit too far fetched for me. But, but um, it's fiction. It's a work of fiction. No, no the the gas scene is just. Is I suppose. Just... I suppose, like Star Wars, that's a bit too far fetched. People living on other planets in galaxies light years no, away. That's, that's no, too... that, no, no, but that is science what? fiction. What? This is supposed to be, you know, about a drug fiction. cartel. Or, no, it's, or drug it's a work of fiction. No, but it's they're real fiction. people. They're not real people. They're not real people. They're fictional people. They are, aren't they? They haven't got superpowers and stuff. They just know people. You don't have to be... You don't have to have superpowers to be a fictional person. They're just normal people. Yeah, there's loads of books and films that are fictional that are just based on... That are just about normal people. They're just apparently normal people who own chicken shops and can get their face blown off and still walk around like nothing. He's not not, not a normal person. He's not working a nine-to-five. He runs a drug cartel. He's from Chile. He's hardly a bloody. He's, he's not from uh, the fucking. Where, where's? What are you? What are you saying? Yeah, he's not. He's just. Is he? Is he Chile? So now you can only be a drug lord if you if you fit a certain geographic region. No, what I'm saying explain, is explain, that, explain no, the drug trade across the world. I didn't say that. What I said was, is he's just a normal bloke from Chile. That owns a chicken shop, and that's then all a, of a sudden, that's a money laundering front. Yeah, I know, I get that. But what I'm saying is, he's no bought way. that to go right. I'm doing I some know. dodgy shit. I'll buy that to cover that. up. You, you listen for a second. Park yourself. Relax. Fuck I'm just saying. Yeah, he's he's thought that all through. That's good. But then all of a sudden, he can get his face blown off. He can be in a massive explosion. And then walk out with half his face hanging off, and then just decide to die. It's ridiculous. 
I don't like to drop too many f bombs on this on this show, <laughs> but you deserve them today, you fucking idiot. And anybody who's seen that scene will agree with me. It's the stupidest <laughs> scene ever. I hate it. I hate that scene. It's just ridiculous. Oh. The, the delinquent flicking his bell. That's, <laughs> that's how delinquent. It's the old man. Yeah. He's just flicking our bell. He's just flicking our bell. I mean, how, he can't did, talk. how did that bomb even get there? I don't even know how it got there. I can't remember, mate. I watched it like yeah. fucking eight years yeah. ago. Did you actually enjoy it, though? Can I just yeah, I did it? like it. Oh, I, I did, anyway. There's. Is it the middle season? Is it, it might be sort of three or four, seasons three or four. Were quite. It, it did. It. it Took a dip because, and and that naturally happens with all TV shows. If you watch Sopranos, I can guarantee, and obviously I, I haven't watched it, but I, I'll guarantee you that there'll there's there's peaks in that where you're like this is where people be like this is absolutely amazing, but there'll also be bits where they're like, nah, that's a bit they they could have uh, they, they could have cut out uh, they didn't need that because you can't you can't have you shows can't, you can't have shows can't. run. But especially 24 episodes a season, 22 episodes a season for five, six, seven years, and it'd be top-notch every single episode. Yeah, it's, but Sopranos is a different level to Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad don't come close to Sopranos. I'm, talk, I'm talking about in general. Just say, I'm just saying my opinion. That's all, Liam. You're just, just my you're opinion. Just, it's because you're, your problem, Boz, with everything, is that if you like something, <laughs> you can't accept that it's not 100% perfect. Oh no! The, 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 uh, right. uh, uh, no, obviously you're you're right in what you're saying, but um, I'm just saying if, if uh, I'm not saying the isn't good, no, I know it's no, good. I'm just saying there's a lot of things out at the moment, you know, comparing what's the best ever, and I just for me, I would it's, like to watch Boardwalk Empire though. I didn't, I haven't seen Boardwalk Empire, which oh uh, yeah, I, is pretty I good. The first two seasons of it, and then. At the time we we had Sky and then we moved, we switched to Virgin and Virgin didn't have Sky Atlantic, so that was it. It was gone. Uh, but yeah. I'm back with Sky and I've got it, so I will pick that up again. Yeah. But I because I because I I really enjoyed that. Um. But yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't. It's one of those things where you heard a lot about it and then kind of like you didn't. Then it just kind of. I don't. A billions I enjoyed as well, but that kind of. The last season, that was a bit weird. What I would say, though, is, like, now, I feel like there is maybe too much good stuff on TV. I know I've heard heard people say it's, like, the golden age of TV now. Yeah. You've got, like, you've got big studios putting, like, spending big money on series and stuff. And, like, WandaVision, for instance, um... That's something like twenty-five million an episode, or or at least Falcon and the Winter Soldier is. What is it? So the the Marvel series they're doing on Disney oh, Plus. Yeah, so they're they're basically saying that right for this this um six or or eight episode run, we're we're basically we're effectively spending sort of like twenty twenty-five million per episode, which is massive. That's, that's mental. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. But it means you get kind of movie quality shows, and they think that's. That do it using that kind of model is what's going to bring in the subscriptions and everything for them. So I get that, but and because of that, you know, like Warner Brothers are doing a similar thing, and then you've got HBO who've been around for ages, anyways, and they're 
kind of Warner Brothers as well. Um, but there's just so much, but there's so much good stuff. And even if you look at like stuff coming out from BBC and that as well, like there's there's always something really good to watch. And Netflix chucking in good stuff as well, and and, and Amazon and that, and then Apple. There's just so much. Yeah, um, there's a lot of content, isn't it? Yeah, you can't I, um, possibly watch it all. I do wish DC were as active as Marvel. It does annoy me. Um, well, they... Because I, 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 I do prefer DC. I, I think, um, and I'm sure you know a lot of people have, have said this before, so it's not like... Um, it's not necessarily kind of my... It's not an original thought for me, but I definitely agree with it, is that they kind of... They kind of had the monopoly over it for a long time, you know, with the the original Superman films, the Christopher Reeves ones, and yeah. and Batman and stuff, and and they were just kind of doing them, they do a couple, and then you know that's that's kind of we'll have a break, we'll do another version later on, and whatever, um, and they could kind of play with it and kind of do what they wanted, and then once kind of Marvel Studios sort of came about and they started to pull this whole, um cinematic universe together which is effectively just doing what they do in the comics going okay well let's just take that and do it in a cinematic way great yeah um, because that was such a novel idea um everyone started to try and replicate it so obviously like and um, warner brothers did their version with dc which which i feel uh, there's points here i think like do you know what like Zack snyder gets a lot of grief around um Batman versus Superman and and um, Man of Steel and stuff. Oh, it's all grim and all of that. But I remember, <clears throat> I remember um, reading things at the time when like Man of Steel was coming out, and it was it was off the back of the success of that Nolan Batman trilogy, which was amazing, absolutely like fantastic films. Love them. But the whole thing about Nolan's Batman was that they were that that gritty, realistic. Like, yeah, but they have to be. They don't work if they're not. But that's but it's but the but the but my point is. For that, for Nolan's Batman, it was so successful, and that is and and Warner Brothers and DC gone right. That is what we want to do. We want to take that model, and we want to do that with Superman. So Zack Snyder did that with um, Christopher Nolan as executive producer. Yeah, I get you. I get and he he built a Superman in that world, in that kind of world. And then <clears throat> when they did Batman versus Superman later, that was similarly kind of. In, in that kind of in that kind of world and but then but by that point <laughs> marvel would kind of come with their kind of like brighter more um poppy kind of um mainstream kind of version of it yeah, of, of the super, that their take on the superhero films which were which are quippy like comic books and, and is they've effect they're going right we're bringing those comic books to life whereas dc were going down the route of right we've got these these dark we've got well i know superman's not a dark character but we've got kind of we're we're trying to make it more realistic and all of that and because it because things moved on and suddenly everything kind of turned on oh what are you doing why haven't you got a universe like this Mm. and all of that so then they were trying to play catch up whereas they they didn't have that time to to plan it all out like marvel did i like all the dark stuff i I like it when it was dark and gritty that's why i think probably yeah, my favourite thing that Marvel did was the Daredevil series. I really I think, like that. Because I think that's quite dark and gritty. It's quite nasty in parts as well. It is. If you watch the Punisher series. Yes, which is yeah. also pretty good. Yeah, really good. Because it's, it's, it's a spin-off of that, really, isn't it? Because he comes into the... 
Yeah, he's the in season three of Daredevil, yeah. season two of Daredevil, and then he yeah. goes off and has his his two um, things Seems. as well. But yeah, and and all of those are, are kind of tied together. And then you've the got the different. is Kingpin. is really good. He's really yeah, good. He is excellent. And it's yeah. and and um, uh, Charlie Cox is supposed to be. It's a shame they cancelled that. But that's because it was on Netflix. Is it? And Netflix had the rights to do those those characters on TV for a period of time. What do you say Charlie Cox is going to do? Because he was really uh, good as well. So he's he's reprising his role as Matt Murdock in the upcoming Spider-Man film, as so I've read online. That's a good shout. He's good as Daredevil. Yeah. He is much better than Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Um, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, that's that's definitely a miss, wouldn't it? Because that, that all came yeah. out in the, the 90s, at the end of it was in the 90s when Marvel were going to basically go bust. They was sold that in off, the 90s? Yeah, yeah. They sold Jeez. off all, uh, all the TV and film rights for like their top for their top tier characters to Fox, Universal, Paramount and all of that. And then when they decided, oh, we want to try and make some films... Like I think, um, I think if you look at like the first first couple out of the gate, so like Iron Man is Paramount, um, and then uh, Incredible Hulk is Universal, and they were kind of they had to kind of get some of their like, less, yeah. like and, I, and I know people would be like, well, Iron Man, Captain America, they're A list characters now, but actually they they're not, they weren't. No. So like it was your X Men's and. Yeah, because the Hulk films were bad, weren't they? The first, the first one, the Ang Lee one, was with Eric Banner. That was real bad, and it, and I think that at the when I first watched it, I was like, "Yeah, it's Hulk!" Like I was just excited to see a, a Hulk film, and then kind of like you watch it and you're like, "What are they doing? What is going on?" <laughs> the only I tell you what I did like though about it is the um, the massive Hulk dogs that that is. <laughs> Chris Christopherson, his dad created. It's like that. Yeah, they're they're kind of cool. So you see a massive Hulk fighting these big Hulk dogs. Well, because um, I like this. I like the Ed Norton Yeah, so, see, so I, I I do like the Ed Norton film. Mm. And the only reason that he didn't carry on was because he wanted like he he wanted a, a lot more say and I think probably more money as well for mm. doing future films and stuff. But I do I like I like Ruffalo's Hulk. He's good. Ed Norton's good in most things. In fairness. He is, but do you, ever, do you ever wonder if he's just a bit of a dick? Feel like he's just. No, feel... I listened. To, I listened to a podcast with him. He was, I think he was on Joe Rogan, and he came across quite well, actually. Oh, did he? Okay, I don't. I don't seen any interviews. I only ever seen him in films, obviously, and and just you know when you he just plays, he plays he plays edgy characters, or doesn't he? He does play a lot of dicks, and sometimes yeah. you. I, and sometimes I think if if people play knobby people a lot is that because they're either the completely opposite and they're like massively unnobby and that's how they can that's why they can kind of slip into that role or is it they're just being themselves and they're actually no uh, i think maybe he's just a good actor maybe maybe he's he's that good i think yeah he seems to be good in everything that he does Mm. i'd like to hear from from the listeners I'd i'd like to hear what kevin thinks (laughs) <laughs> he's good yeah, but I'd like to know what Kevin thinks about Ed Norton as a man and an actor please I suppose the main films that 
yeah, there's more standard ones. It's probably Fight Club, isn't it? And there's American History X, which is a very good film as well. And um, he did one of the like Silence of the Lambs films as well, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did. He did. Uh, Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Yeah, Red Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Red, also pretty. Red good. Dragon, you bastard! Right. So, listeners, uh, Boz and I set up a little little WhatsApp group. Um, it's just for us. <laughs> it's for nobody yeah. else. It's just between us because we see lots of things online and that, and and we send them to each other and just our normal chats. But um, we then it gets lost in our sort of general chit chat as well. So when it comes to looking at things for um, for the pod, we kind of then forget. Now, one of the things I sent to Boz kind of middle of last month was about so about this place called Action Park. Uh, in New Jersey and uh, some of our American listeners would may know about this place um, basically this and there's been a, a documentary that's been out recently I think we've I've watched it on Sky and it's called Class Action Park and it's about this place and this this place is absolutely insane so before I go ahead boss have you seen I still haven't seen I haven't seen the documentary no no not yet Right. I've, been busy, so, I've been busy, Liam. I've been busy. You, are, you, you have, but babies sleep a lot. And, you know, you hold them. So, but anyway, if you get a spare sort of hour and a half from that, definitely watch it. It's, I will watch it. It's, it's worth it. it. But um, I'm going to spoil it for you now anyway. So, basically, well, it's it's not a secret. You know, this this is a, a real place. It's there's loads of stuff online about it and everything but basically this there's this in the 80s um there was a a guy who's a businessman he was friends with like a some wall street guy who was in charge of like a hedge fund or something and uh he i think he worked on wall street and then he said right i've had enough of this i want to do something else and he went and he bought um this old ski resort in new jersey and he um, decided he wanted to to make it into like a, a theme park, like water park. And basically, you know how I don't know if you ever watched like the roller coaster show that was on Channel Four around about like when they were putting in the the Wicker Man ride at Alton Towers, and they're they're showing you all the designs, and they're like they've got really like heavily qualified structural engineers and all that in there so they know that right when we're doing I see that. so i can imagine there's a lot of safety involved in in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um at action park <laughs> it was not the case so like they would have they were showing this bit about like they're putting in this new tube slide water slide and yeah. it's coming down it's coming down this hill and then does a loop the loop and then into the pool <laughs> they've built it they've not used like real qualified engineers people would basically come to this guy and go I've got an idea for a ride and he'd go let's give it a go <laughs> so they, they built this they built this tube and then they start getting you know like the crash test dummies and then what they just send them down just firing them down <laughs> and, like, they're coming up and they're coming out they're all in pieces and that and they've realised 
suddenly realised, ah, oh, okay, <laughs> we, need to, we need to do this, we need to tweak this. And then once they got to a point where they were like, well, we need to try it with actual people, um, they <laughs> they would pay, because basically it was run by like teenagers, it was run by kids, and they would just give, give them $100, and they would go to... <laughs> So the first, the first. <laughs> so they come out. The first ones are going around. They're coming out and they're all battered and they're bleeding and stuff. And they've gone, oh shit! What we need to do is where it loops over. We need to pad that bit out <laughs> so they don't hurt themselves. <laughs> so they put some padding in and they've gone right. You go down. And then the next few go down and they come out and they've got lacerations like all up their body and that. And it's because. Yeah, they put the padding in, but what they haven't done is <laughs> what they didn't realise was some of the people who had gone through before had lost teeth. Oh, <laughs> they smashed what? against it, and they were like sticking out through the padding and just That's... cutting everyone up. That's mental. Absolutely insane. Um, and then they had like they had like a, a rope swing which went out into this. Well, and this is the thing as well: is it wasn't like everything wasn't going into into like um swimming pools or anything like that that where it was all like, it was heated or it was controlled or anything like that so there was like um i think it's just like a river that goes through it above it and they just had um they just had this so they're just imagining like your peak of summer it's like absolutely boiling and they've just got this rope that you swing out on and just drop into this river but the river is like absolutely freezing so you hit the water and you're in shock straight away <laughs> and then, but then you've got then you've got like 300, 300 people from like jersey go get the fuck out of the way get the you pussy get the fuck out so, and also if you're like getting a little bit nervous about to get off you've got all them behind you going fuck it why would they anybody go here? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> they loved it, they, but they, they, they went and they fucking loved it. I mean, it. I've just read a little bit and there's, there's six fatalities and three of them were drowning in the tidal wave pool. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so I don't know if you've ever ever been to the Oasis in Swindon, the, alleged, the, the sadly now closed because of COVID uh, and never to reopen Oasis, but they have... No, I've never been. So they have a wave pool there. And that is, that comes on, the waves are on for a short period of time, and then they stop, and then, you know, and they come on maybe like twice an hour for like five minutes, say. And mm. when that wave machine is on, there is lifeguards everywhere, ready. So if anybody is like shocking, there's bits that are like taped off so that, you know, if you're yeah. not a strong swimmer, don't go past this point and that. Yeah, None, of that sense. <laughs> None of that there. None of that there. You do um, what you want. Like, literally, they, I think... Um, one of the bits they were saying like they they would like kind of jump in and pull people out and stuff and all that but um there was yeah sometimes they couldn't see they couldn't see them and by the time they could see them they were already dead and they're like at the bottom of the thing it's like it's mental and um so that so there was uh so there's this there's this ride yeah it's basically um oh that's you know you know like a uh bobsleigh type thing what's the, the toboggan yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a toboggan kind of run, but it yeah. was um obviously it's dry, it's not snow, it's not snow, and they're all on, like basically sat on like little skateboards, <laughs> just bombing down this thing. And and just like the outside bit of the track to keep yeah. them on is just like plastic plumbing pipes. <laughs> and and it's absolutely tearing down this um 
hill and on most of the things the brakes don't work so and, and this is they have one this is they only have one um woman speaking on it whose son actually died on the thing and he's he basically he's taking a bend yeah. got to the barrier which is just plastic plumbing pipes gone straight through it um rolled down the hill and then smashed his head on on this massive boulder on the side of the of the hill they've been taken to hospital obviously he's got severe brain trauma and all that and and after a few days he dies goes to court um, and and he never settled outside of court he always went to court with everyone and he very rarely lost and his his argument for this was that the ride they're saying the ride is not safe his argument was the ride was safe the ride was fine it was the rock that killed him (laughs) how mental is that now, um, did, did he win? Uh, I, I, no, they, they, so there was a settlement on that one. And it, bear in mind, right, their son died. And it was two days before his brother's wedding where he was due to be best man. Oh. So he's, yep, yeah, he's died. And they ended up having to settle for $100,000. I mean, you shouldn't laugh, but. That's bad, isn't it? Now, my my, I say my favourite, my the ride, the ride that I just, I couldn't, I can't believe it was a thing. Can't remember what it's called, but basically, what it is, they've got this track again made of plastic plumbing pipe, so yeah. it's not going to hold a lot, of, support a lot of weight, is it? No. And you've got this. Basically, you've got this. Uh, this ball that a person sits inside yeah it's then inside another ball and between the two balls there's loads of ball bearings so you've got that kind of like gyroscope feel and stuff when you're inside it yeah and it's just got like casters on the outside and then they just push you down the hill in this that's got this well on this track that's these bloody um, pipes now naturally they're not going to hold then they're not going to withhold a lot of weight. So somebody has got in this ride. They're going down. Bear in mind, it's a ball surrounded by little balls inside another ball. Um, the, tra- the track has broken and they just rolled down the hill. That's I th- mental. I don't, I don't know if they died or not. I can't remember. But it was easily the most insane thing I've watched. I read a couple of people died of electric shocks as well. And yeah. I, and there's one person who you saying about the water being so cold, who yeah. went to cardiac arrest when they hit the water because it was the shock. It's unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. That's mental. But but also so linking to that, uh, let me find it. Uh, Johnny Knoxville. So Johnny Knoxville did, um. He did a film that I don't know if it. I think it's. I don't know. If it's, I think it's loosely based on on this place, and it is called. Da, 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 da. Oh, it's called Action Point. Ah. <laughs> and it's yeah, a daredevil, a daredevil designs and operates his own theme park with his friends, and it is. It's basically that, and it's mental. So yeah, if you wanna, yeah, definitely watch. Um, I'm gonna watch the documentary. Is it better the than? After the screaming stops. 
as a documentary? Um, no, because nothing is better than yeah, Ross probably, after the screaming stops. And sorry, confirmation of that. And I don't, I don't think there ever will be anything better than that. That is nah. probably my most favourite thing in the world ever. And I yeah. think well, I know we, we, I know we've spoken about it briefly before, but I do feel like maybe we should do like a watch along. That's a brilliant idea. A watch along. That is a brilliant idea. It's that is just unbelievable. But this is just, I think. So so with 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 Bros after the screaming stops, it's very much a, oh my god! Like you kind of you're laughing because these guys are just living on another planet, and you kind of, and you you feel a little bit sad for them, but not that sad. And because nah, they live in the dream. Say yeah, um, like they're actually living in a dream. Like nothing <laughs> that they think is happening is actually happening. Um, whereas like this class action park, like when, when you're watching this stuff about action park, like it's real, and you're like you're just constantly going. I'm sorry, what? They yeah, did that's... what? How were they allowed to do that? Though? Surely there was... a theme park's not regulated in the States. Well, firstly, it was the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Shit went down, didn't it? Yeah, so so there's that. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I think, I think um, <clears throat> I definitely think he, he sort of greased a few palms and stuff to, to make things go away. Yeah. Yeah. Got himself into a lot of trouble in the end, anyways. The guy. What um, happened to him in the end? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I was by the time they, because by the time they start talking about oh, what happens to him, you're a bit like you're on a come down now from all of the insane things that have happened yeah. in Spark. And then they're like, oh yeah, and then he's like, I don't care about him. I want yeah. to know what other insane rage. You had. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. But yeah, wanna... oh, oh no, that was that was it. So the the ball, the ball ride I was telling you about before. This is the, this is the bit I've I kind of did mention about the, the park. So the land that he owned for the park um, had like a, a highway go through through the middle of it, oh, and yeah. the person the person in that ball has come off, rolled down the hill, and gone boom across the highway. That's mental. Absolutely mental. And one of the great things about this, the way they present this all to you, is that they've got some um, footage of it. Uh, they've got, you know, obviously with things you have the talking heads and stuff, don't you? And they have, they've got a couple of people who've been, the, who are kind of slightly recognisable faces, where they're kind of um, American comedic actors, and and they've been in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's a woman from who's kind of like a a peripheral character in Parks and Rec, she's in it. And there's a guy who's kind of popped up in all sorts of sitcoms and stuff as well. He's and they're yeah. talking about their childhood and when they would go and stuff. But when they are so they're describing these rides and everything to you. And it's a little bit like um do you remember when they did like the Ricky Gervais show? Where it was oh, animated yeah, yeah, versions yeah, of yeah, the animated yeah, 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 yeah. So so they're animating it all. <laughs> <laughs> which just makes it even better and it is honestly uh, buzz- so this, I, can, I can download this on Sky can't I yes yes it's on there yeah right. I will watch I'll do that now actually it's, it's there, yeah. it is absolutely crazy <laughs> I just yeah that's the thing on it regulation it's killed everything <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it killed everything before the things people were doing killed everyone. Yeah, but <laughs> it was more fun those days, wasn't it? You know, you can get away with more nowadays. I, well, this is the, this is what I'm what I try to kind of reconcile in my head is that yeah, are things are things is the world more dangerous now or is it because we're better informed? Yeah, we're better or, and. As they're, they're a bit more of a... Like the world is as dangerous as it's always been. It's just yeah. that people tell you about the dangers more. Yeah, like you're yeah. right. You're, you're better informed because because of the news, like 24-hour news cycle, social media and stuff like that. You hear about these things that are happening. So exactly, like, exactly. So, so, I so think that's I, more of it. Like, yeah, like, so, kids, like kids stay out late and stuff like that. It's like, you can't stay out late now because someone will take you away. Yeah. But really, that was always a risk. Even in the 70s, even in, you know, was it? See, there was more serial killers around then than there is now. This was the eighties. Was a golden age, wasn't it? Really, with people like Dharma and bloody all the rest of it. Well, exactly. So there's a. So I, I do. I do kind of wonder: is there an element of like you know things are as dangerous as they've always been, but like we just know more about it now. So, so an example um, is, I would say, is that when so dog dog napping. That's always been a thing. That's people, always, yeah, I agree. People have always stolen dogs. But I never used to hear about it when I was a kid or anything because, you know, unless unless there was absolutely loads and it made the news, exactly, I wasn't hearing about it. Whereas now, because of, like, Facebook and, like, um, and as, as, we, as we, you know, started off this very podcast with... Huh. Um, you know, we we talked about the the Facebook groups and the things that come up on there. So stuff like that, and they get shared from all the different groups. Exactly, exactly. There's, there's yeah, you know, they be careful because they're stealing dogs, and this is and things to look out for for someone who might be trying to steal a dog. All those sorts of things. Whereas in the past, you wouldn't have known about that, so you kind of yeah. you're blissfully ignorant. And then if you're unlucky enough to to be the person whose dog is kidnapped, then you're like, well, dog naps. Then you're like, oh no. And then suddenly, then you start to learn more about what's going on. You find out. Yeah, these yeah. things always happen, don't they? Let's be honest. Nothing. I don't think, like I said, I just think we're made aware of it more these days. We just see more of it because we see Facebook, we see social media. And just do you think that makes? Do you think that makes us more scared of stuff, or we just go, oh, "I probably shouldn't do that now," and we're not still probably not that bothered by it, but we just don't. Do well, no, it. it does make you. It does make just you more scared of because. I guarantee you stayed out later when you were a kid than you would left for you be stay out. Um, do you know what? My parents were sort of fairly strict around those things, really. Were they? Oh, well. Yeah. And, and my so old she's... man would whistle for me. My old man could whistle mental loud, right? Yeah. And I could, I could hear him not far of a mile away, I'm telling you. So if it was like time to come home, it'd usually go nine and a half, nine. Uh, and I'd be, I was a kid, like, and he would whistle. So, what what sort of age? You say he was a kid. So, what sort of age are we talking? Oh well, probably about ten-ish, or about, maybe even younger. So, I think at that at that point, to be fair, I wouldn't have been out really. I wouldn't have really strayed away from the kind of circle outside in front of my house. Yeah, about ten-ish, um, ten, ten, eleven-ish. I was allowed out till nine o'clock, easy. Is that what it's summertime? Yeah, yeah, summertime definitely. So the lights come on, so the street lights come on. No, you like I say, you would whistle for me. 
you just you, you just whistle, and then that's when I have to come on. <laughs> you can run it like a dog. <laughs> when, you in, when you go in, did he rub your head and then pat your belly? No, he's mad. Good boy. <laughs> he can whistle like he's. I, I never did anything like like it. It's like the loudest whistle ever, and uh, yeah, just I, that's when I would come home. Quite quite mad, really. But then I think, but then I think it's different in in the valleys because you couldn't if you live if you live in 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 Swindon now. So Swindon's a fairly sort of large town. If if I just stood outside my door, side whistling. <laughs> You were near it past the, t- the, t- the streets in front. Oh, no, I you, you trust me, you would do it. Yeah, but out in, out in the valleys, it's more countryside now, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, it's, yeah, and it's yeah, 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 yeah. Smaller, smaller villages or yeah, little, yeah, little yeah, towns yeah. and stuff. So it's, so, yeah. so, you know, it would be quieter. And, and yeah, you would, that sound would travel. Uh, if I did it here, she's barely going to hear me in the garden, let alone a mile away. No, but. Um... <laughs> Also, just ringer. We used to just play football all the time, and we used to go on the field, play football. We used to have nets as well, so we put our own nets up. So, yeah, good old days. Professional outfit. Yeah, good old days. We, know we, we have, we have established, though, we have established on previous episodes that life in the valleys is very different to, to yes, life yeah, anywhere definitely. else. <laughs> yeah, we have we have established that. <laughs> But like I said, I I imagine it's kind of a little bit like this country. Uh, maybe, maybe that's why you like it so much because you watch yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Go, Actually, that resonates with me a little bit. Yeah, bit nostalgic. Yeah. Like obviously the plumbing of people's houses, but obviously we would use chippings. I'd, uh, I'd like to see. I would like to see um, Kerry and Curtin casting in a field. That would be good. They would do it, though, wouldn't they? That, that's... <laughs> I can imagine Curtin getting like, really competitive and then like, like still, it was a village, village competition. Yeah, I still don't see what your issue is around casting or milking. Uh, you, you obviously, you, you went milking, did you? Did you go no. milking? No. I think that's normal. What, nicking people's milk or just smacking it? Did, did, you, did you really go camping or anything though? No. Yeah, see, we would camp. Yeah, but also, well, let's <laughs> say, so, do we go camping? Sometimes uh, my mate would put a tent up in his garden and we'd sleep in there. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd go up to the quarry. So there's a quarry by us and we'd camp next to the collect, quarry. Yeah. Collect stones for chipping? Uh, no, we'd spend, we would spend the entire day collecting wood. That's what we would do. We'd collect wood for the fire and then just chuck cans of links and stuff on it and went just for fun just to watch it explode <laughs> yeah very very different from from swindon living mate <laughs> but then you would you would you'd wake up about well you wouldn't really go to sleep would you but when you were you were up you would you'd you'd watch the milk float go around the the, the area and you'd know then it was it was time to go and get your get your morning uh yeah, you know, you treat. This is normal life, Baz. Hmm. Now, I know, like, whilst we're on the subject of, of milk, and yeah. uh, obviously we've talked about your latest arrival, um, you sent me a picture uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's a, 
A mother in Oregon with an extreme case of hyperlactation syndrome or an, oversupply of, yeah, or an oversupply of breast milk has donated more than 609 gallons of breast milk since February 2015. She spends four to five hours each day pumping milk and sends half, half of her surplus to the milk bank and half to local families free of charge. What does she do with the rest of her time? In there? I mean, she's got another 19 hours in the day. I'm assuming that she's asleep for, let's say, eight of them. Yeah. So she's got 11 hours. She's got two kids strapped to her ear. So... <sighs> There's no way she's got a job. Well, she has. It's just pumping milk. That's her job. Yeah, but she does, she does that part-time. <laughs> she doesn't get paid for her milk, does she? No, she's she's a, a good Samaritan when it comes to, yeah. to the milk. That's an incredible amount of milk. <laughs> That's a lot of milk, isn't it? That's a lot of milk. And and now, I've got nothing else to go on here other than the picture you've sent me. So I'm going to have a little look to see if we can find any more information on this one. Because I just... It can't be a common... uh, It must be a really, really rare... Because, I mean, she's more productive than a cow. More productive (laughs) than a Frisian. All I've written in the Google search is Oregon mother. First thing that comes up... Oregon mother, hyperlactation. Yeah, I think, Thing is, I think we're going to find more on this story. She must just leak walking around, though. Potentially. Uh, she's got a Wikipedia page, so, you know. That's she's big, big time. time. She yeah, is big, big time. time. You don't have a Wikipedia page. Maybe we should. Somebody, uh-huh. somebody make us a Wikipedia page just for the pod, not for us individually. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying somebody make us one. We oh, can't God. even people don't even email us. So. No, to... <laughs> so, someone in America we can, will do it. If we can't, if we can't encourage the people that listen to this regularly to email and engage with us, they are not going to set us up a Wikipedia page. Someone should do it, though. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I think you should. You should do something. I've never. I've see. The, Wiki- the Wikipedia community is strong, though, because have you noticed when people make the make an amusing adjustment? Oh, like, they're straight uh, in. Blah, 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 they're get straight out. in. Get out. Get it sorted. So the funniest, the funniest uh, story I've got for that is um, so a while ago. There's, there's a there's a film. It's a book as well. Uh, I think it's called like The Life of Charlie St. Cloud or something like that. And right. it, was turned, it was turned into a film, and um, Zach Efron was in it. All right, hi. Right. Tanya was what Tazbaz was watching something, and it said about this bit. So she looked it up on, on she thought oh, that looks alright. So she looked, she googled it, went on Wikipedia, and somebody had changed the synopsis to say that um, basically the story is about um, Charlie St. Cloud's brother dies, um, and Charlie St. Cloud. And then masturbates all over his grave. That's what they changed it to on Wikipedia. Yeah. And she was Sorry. like, she, but at that point, she kind of was a bit kind of like naive to the the whole like being able to just edit Wikipedia. And she's <laughs> she's gone. 
Oh, you'll never guess what I've seen. This is unbelievable. So she told me, I looked up, I went, what are you talking about? And I've shown her and she's gone, oh, but when I looked at that before, it said, and I just started dying. I was like, no, somebody's. I did tell you once about this student um, that did, when I was doing project construction management and building studies on that, there was one about fire, fire safety, and they did a paper on the Bradford Stadium fire. Right. And they copied a lot of Wikipedia word for word. And it just so happened that the person that didn't put a lot of stuff about the Bradford fire onto Wikipedia was the lecturer. <laughs> this is really good stuff. Uh, even yeah, if I yeah. did write it myself. <laughs> yeah. And he got, he got caught over there. Oh, what are the odds of that? But anyway, back to this, this woman. So her, it's Elizabeth Anderson Sierra. She's an Oregon-based mother, also known as the Milk Goddess. So as you said, she's had, yeah, she has nice. hyperlactation syndrome. Uh, due to the syndrome, she produces around 225 ounces or 1.75 gallons of breast milk a day. The Milk Goddess. Which is almost eight to ten times the average mother. Um, so in 2014, she was diagnosed with hyperlactation syndrome. Due to this, she, she was producing much like a larger quantities um, and a breast milk she didn't want this to go to waste so she decided to help other mothers so she's estimated she's fed 250 babies and as we said before uh, approximately 600 gallons of breast milk so I think one of the things I find I say I find I'm I don't know I don't profess to know a lot about this and that is um so now obviously back in the day you had like wet nurses and stuff and like is it i don't know it i think it's i think in, in my head it seems weird that you would give like one like the breast milk of one woman to a kid that's not hers but then i guess there's nothing there's clearly no nothing medical no danger there of doing it i think is i don't know i wonder if there's just kind of like a, is, there, is, there a, is there a stigma no. on it of, of sharing, or is, no. is that just something in my head where i'm like oh that seems weird why would you share yours with somebody that's... else no, that's just no. You can share breasts. No, I guess if milk. yeah, and I and I guess if you're if you're yeah, if you're just producing it and and like bagging or bottling it up and 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 sharing, yeah. that's that's yeah, fine. Just milk, if you, you know, it's just, but then when you see like um, oh, was it the hand that rocks the cradle? Doesn't she? She tries. She like breastfeeds the the family's baby. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That is that's, weird. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I don't think this is weird because they, you know. No, yeah, yeah. That's that's weird because she's like, yeah, she's a nutcase. Yeah. Is that is that the film where she dies in the greenhouse? Yes. Or someone dies in a greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. That is that is Under Rocks the Cradle. No, that's brutal yeah. in the greenhouse. One of the glass smashes. Yeah, I guess with this as well is like she's produced so much and and um, my, so she's my fed two hundred and fifty babies, but my, like if if she's that's that's kind of like because there's because there's a lot of mums that that struggle to 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 breastfeed their kid yeah. like won't latch on or they just reject them and and all of that and but then also at the same time you're told breast is best than that and and obviously that 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 is quite a Tough thing for, for some mums to deal with. So yeah, actually having yeah. that it kind of gives you that um, comfort, then doesn't it? Of like, or well, at least they're still getting that 
milk. Yeah, oh, no, it's or awesome. Milk juice in, they're still getting it, but man, just, amazing. just incredible, like, the amount. The, the bigger issue, I think, is just day-to-day life, because if she's passing through that much milk... <laughs> like, well, how's she getting anything done? Yeah, and how's secondly, she... no, it's not even that, is it? It's like, she has to be walking down the street with, like, just milk pumping out of her. Um. Yeah, I guess because it's not it's not something that you're in control of, really, is it? It just kind of no, it just comes. She hears a baby cry down uh, uh, three hundred yards away. All of a sudden, her boobs just go mental and start shooting milk. Because there's no bre- there's no breast pad, there's no pads that are going to hold that much. <laughs> shooting milk, they're not fucking super soakers. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't seen how they work, Ken. No, no, I don't totally understand that, like, she's leaking and stuff, but the image you've given me there is she's walking down. I bet you. The baby cries through her T-shirt. It's just streams of it coming out. I know they are like super soakers. People people are grabbing buckets to try and catch it. They shoot. They shoot. They are like, they're like Austin Powers (laughs) bots. No, is, that, real. Is, 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 that, is that your experience of it, Boz, or is that something you've seen hey, on I know a certain website? <laughs> I, I know what I've seen. I know what I've seen. And it shoots, man. It shoots, man. <laughs> it happens. Uh, Believe it. Believe it. But, um, no, what a, what a nice thing to do, though. Because you could just not bother so yeah, I, I, suppose, I suppose there's an element of like she's got to do it anyways. If she's oh, hang on a minute, I'm a bit confused here. Right, sorry, I need. To, I've just been distracted. So I've so on the site that's got a bit more story about about this woman, and, and their first picture is basically a fridge full of um, bags of milk, fridge or freezer, just full of just full of it. Um, but then at the bottom, <laughs> there's, there's nothing in there but milk, apart from at the bottom. Two tubs of ice cream. My question is, oh, what that. is that ice cream made of? Breast milk ice cream. That'd be gross, wouldn't it? That might be delicious. A little bit of vanilla. A little breast, yeah. milk, breast milk magnum. I've, I've not been tempted to try it, to be honest. It just it just doesn't sit right to me. Uh, I th- don't you kind of have to? Isn't that like the law? No, nah, I'm not trying it. You might you might offend Ang. What's wrong? Should be like what's should be like what's wrong? What's wrong with my breast milk? Yeah, it's doing a job. It's feeding the boy, so he's happy. Yeah, now fair play to her. So one thing I did want to talk about before we kind of wrap up. I'm conscious, you know, you're a man that needs sleep and stuff. Was um. Obviously, as you're aware, we've had we've been in lockdown um, in in England for a couple of months. It's coming to an end in in the next few weeks, which means and the schools have been closed, which means obviously the kids have been at home and they've been doing homeschooling. Um, been quite a lot of expectation on them around you know kids going from being in the classroom to suddenly having to do Zoom meetings and for for classes. And secondary school has been a bit crazy. Because it's, you know, especially if you're like 11 years old, you've gone, for, you've just started secondary school. You've had a few months in there. Now you're working oh. at home. You've got 
you've got um, yeah you've, you've got meeting invites coming in you've got to manage your, your emails which is something you wouldn't do anyways you're suddenly managing a calendar and that as well whereas no and even though you know kind of like what lessons you have you have for, from your timetable there's some of them are live lessons some of them are not um, some of them want you to su- submit work some of them don't uh, they're all doing it in different ways and all of that it can be quite a lot quite a, a lot for kids and and um a lot of parents have kind of like been they're trying their best and they're kind of questioning themselves like am i doing enough um you know is you know is, are they going to be all right when they go back to school and um you know what is, is there going to be kind of like a detrimental effect here and that and, and from our perspective we've been all over phoebe to be fair like making sure she's getting on all of her lessons and doing all of her work and she brings all her stuff in and we scan it on and i email it over to her and make sure she's submitting everything and she's been she's been top notch to be fair to her that i think out of the i mean i think i think she's missed like two two live lessons i think two yeah two live lessons and over the whole period of time and that's been that's reasonable but that's been because of like miscommunication as well it was in the first couple of weeks when she's trying when she's just getting used to it and she just didn't see the invites and stuff so she missed it but she still did the work for them and stuff so it's fine um and i was i was talking to um another parent and (laughs) she told me about um about her kids so (laughs) her and and I, I have kind of mentioned this to you in 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 text with with uh, with our friends and stuff, but it's definitely one that's worth sharing. It's absolutely my favourite story of the moment. So uh, this person's got got a call from the school, um, from the teacher who's absolutely raging because so the uh, her youngest is uh, in year three, and he's <laughs> he's emailed his teacher and said. This works rubbish. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And until it gets better, I'm not doing it anymore. I, I like it. Both uh, <laughs> I like it. Which that in isolation is incredible. It's in, it's in year three, so he's seven years old and he's just gone, fuck it, I ain't doing it. I'm sick of this. I'm at home. This is supposed to be where I chill out and have fun. And you keep making me do this crappy work. It's not even as good as the stuff that I do at school. So I'm not doing it. If you're not going to do your bit, I'm not going to do mine. I just That's... see this positive feedback. I think, that, you know, the teacher could take her as she pleases. But for me, that's good feedback. So she's so she's rang up and she's obviously not happy and everything. So um, he's been told, right, you've... you've you've got to apologize you've got to write an apology for, you, for your teacher so gradually he's kind of gone off and written his, he's written his he's written his apology and his first draft is and <clears throat> um, the work is rubbish but if you can <laughs> get it back to somewhere that i would be happy with then we'll be all right it's so childish, you know, but you gotta, you gotta love it. It's something exactly. That was his first draft. His first draft apology was, "I'm sorry if what I said made you feel like that, but the work is rubbish, and I'm not doing." It. 
just, just so an absolute. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Have they have they readdressed the? Uh, they could make things. I do think it's about work though and schoolwork. Like they could find things that are more relatable to children or more relatable to what people do. Because I th- I still feel there's things in school that are taught that are just. Like there's so many things that we learned in school. You just you never apply it to. to... It's it's a difficult one because it, a lot of it depends on. There's there's some things that depends on kind of what what job you go into. It depends as, as to whether or not you use it. Because you could I could argue that I barely use maths in my like, daily life, but I still did it. No, maths is important. Maths is important. Like I would get rid of Shakespeare. You would. Absolutely, I hate Shakespeare. Ah, uh, but that's because he's popular, and a lot of people say he's really, really good. That means he fits firmly into the Boz doesn't like this box. Who said? Oh, I don't think I don't think it's controversial to dislike. I don't think it's an unpopular opinion to dislike Shakespeare. <laughs> I just think. I just think. I just think. I would rather read Harry Potter as a kid now than bloody Shakespeare. Now you would, but I think it's as you get older and you learn a bit more about it and you know that <clears throat> a lot of the stories that you read and the films you watch and the TV shows and that, a lot of those stories are just rehashes of, of those things that he did. That's fine. You may as well read the up-to-date stuff then. Ten, ten Things I Hate About You. It's the Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, but Shakespeare just... It's of his time. It doesn't need to be hashed up anymore. Let it die. But you could do that. You could say that about kind of anything, really, though, couldn't you? I don't oh, think it's, could. it's it's of its time. Just fuck it off. Yeah, but it's, there's there's words as well. Like there's words that Shakespeare uses that you'll never use in a conversation. Well, of course you wouldn't. But I think it's I I think it's it's not something I, you know. I'm I'm not sat around reading Shakespeare now, but I think it's good to have a knowledge of it and knowing where you've come from. Oh yeah, fine. All right, I have a knowledge of it, do a little bit on it, but don't have a syllabus around it. There's, lo- there's places that just, well, there's schools and Shakespeare is a lot of what you do in English, really. Shakespeare kind of a hell of a lot. Um, I think we probably did one Shakespeare a year, if that. That's more than it should be. So, what would you suggest? Half of a Shakespeare a year? I would suggest Shakespeare. Let's once. just do a couple of sonnets. <laughs> I would I would suggest touch on Shakespeare and then get rid of him. Few few sonnets in, in year seven and eight. Year nine, do Romeo and Juliet. Watch the nah, Basil nah, 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 one with, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Watch the BBC is... one with the boobin. And then move on. And don't do anything else. Uh, on that, actually, that's a dreadful film. Uh, the uh, Romeo and Juliet, I bloody hate that film. Uh, again, uh, another, another very popular film. Is popular it? thing, yeah, that lots of people said this is excellent. Did you enjoy it? You don't like. Did you enjoy uh, it? Yeah, but to be honest, I think I've not seen it for a long time, but I, I did enjoy it. And the one of the things that I did really like, um, which is nothing to do with the story or the film, was the Desiree song "Kissing You." Like that. That's really nice. So I, don't, I think I don't think I've ever enjoyed a um, Baz Luhrmann film. To be honest, but I thought Gatsby was dreadful as well, and it um, shouldn't have been. I I watched it at the cinema, and I remember being like, "It kind of it looks cool," and then mm. I never revisited it. So probably the fact that I never revisited it says that yeah, yeah it's, 
Yeah, I think I th- that one for me, I think, was very much like, yeah, it's fine. And he did Moulin Rouge, didn't he? Which wasn't particularly good. Again, another film that is very, very popular. Is it? You'd... Yeah. I don't. I don't agree with that either. I, I just didn't think it was very good. I, I, you know, I like things that are popular. No, you don't. The only, the only popular thing that you like is Man United, and they're not as popular as they were before. So no, I like uh, I like rock music. Yeah, but that's popular. Is uh, it uh, cancer? Yeah. That they're not popular. Kings of Leon are popular. I like Kings of Leon. Ooh, breaking your own rule. What else? Well, liking something that's popular. Liking Kings of Leon, yeah, that's breaking your own rule, that buzz. How was it? <laughs> liking something that's popular. Uh, I like lots of things that are popular. I like Batman. You do like Batman. Uh, but who's, who's, who's more popular at the moment, though? Batman or Iron Man? I like Iron Man. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, I like popular things. I, I just, I think, um, yeah, I just think the Baz Luhrmann films are bad. I don't and, I won't be, and I won't be chastised that. Even Australia was rubbish. I'm not, I'm not overly fussed on them, mate, to be fair. Doesn't mean they're not popular. I didn't like the Joker film. Is that because it didn't need to be about the Joker? Yeah, not that I didn't like the film. I just didn't think it was... I was underwhelmed, I think is the word. It was. It just didn't feel like it was anything to do with the Joker or Batman other than... Uh... He said, call me Joker. <laughs> Dressed up as yeah. a, at the end. Yeah, and, um, and what's the name was in it when he, uh, Thomas Wayne was in it. Who yeah. They actually made out to be a real jerk. Yeah. Which was bizarre again. Yeah, which is ridiculous because Thomas, the whole thing about Batman being able to still kind of um, be good and not be like this insane like guy looking for revenge on any criminal and that and doing yeah. unspeakable things is that Thomas Wayne was such a wholesome good guy that he that his values yeah. and that are, are remain Bruce's anchor to yeah. to be that good guy and try and be like his 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 dad so to take that away <laughs> yeah I just the, Bat- the batman you would get in that world yeah <laughs> there would never be any back and forth between him no. and the joker because he would he would use his vast resources to obliterate him <laughs> and there'd be no debate over like oh does batman kill yeah this yeah. batman kills <laughs> Yeah, it was that was just a yeah, that was just yeah. an underwhelming weird film. You did what to my parents down crime alley? Hmm, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, even the chat show at the end with De Niro, it was just yeah, it was just weird, I thought. What do you think of the use of um Gary Glitter music in it? Yeah, I said about that. I, I, I thought that was odd. When he's coming down the stair, steps and it. Yeah. But it, it's also in Happy Gilmore. But then It is, yeah. Yeah, it was in Happy Gilmore, I suppose, before they knew. Did, was it? That's the 90s. 96, I think, Happy Gilmore, wasn't it? 95, 96, maybe. Hmm. Well, it's been... No, 
It's been on 25 uh, years, so 96. Yeah, it was yeah. Tw- yeah, that was, that yeah, was, um, yeah, yeah, was yeah, it like yeah, last yeah. week or the week before was the anniversary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, that was a weird choice of song, isn't it? Yeah. And I think just in general, it's like that, if you've got like music or films and this links, so like a Roman Polanski film or a Gary, or like Gary Clinton. That's used, controversial. Used to, yeah, Polanski. Like, like how... It's, it's, the, pian- the pianist is very good, though. Mate, I, th- I think your your uh, film viewing is spread much wider than mine. Have you not seen The Pianist? Uh, no. Um, but it's a very good, very good film. I didn't watch it. Oh, hang on a minute. Am I... Is there a film called The Piano as well? It's like different. It's got Sam Neill in. Yeah, I think so. Oh, think right, so. okay. So but the, P- think... the pianist is about I think his name is like Vladek Spielman, who was a was a Polish Jew and also yeah. a pianist during during Second World War. It's a really good film. So I would have thought they were the same film. No, you should watch the pianist. It's very so, good. So and when I was a kid, I remember seeing the trailers for the piano. I think there's like a woman on a piano on a beach playing. I remember looking and thinking, that looks like. <laughs> The most boring film. No, this is which in the world ever, and I just never got near it. And then I think the this bit, is then Adrian. I have Adrian Brody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I think I heard of the penis. I thought, why is that coming back again? That's terrible. No. So, so I've gone. No, I'm not watching that. He, um, yeah, he, they won't deport him, though, will they? No. Yeah, I think I think he lives in France, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. I think so. Or was it Switzerland? Maybe I don't know. I think it's France. He's Czech, though, isn't he? Polanski. Mm. Czech. This is interesting as well. Like, um, I felt I was on TikTok last night and kind of fell down a a little TikTok hole and, I, and stumbled across this one account. And they were posting like all the and you would have hated it because it's all like conspiracy theory stuff. And like, I don't believe any of it. But I find it interesting to see, like, what other people pick up on in things and stuff. So, like, there's there's one thing where it's where um, about Steven Spielberg, and they're saying, like, basically, basically saying that he's a pedo. And, um, oh, God, it's not they, that. What, what's that thing called? What's the name of that? What's the name of that thing where they think it's some big conspiracy there? The top, the Hollywood elite, like... Oh, something to do with... Oh, what's it called? Pizzagate. Yeah, yeah, yeah and all our rubbish. Yeah. It's, it's the biggest so, sort of bollocks ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, it. absolutely. But it was... <laughs> so they're like, ah, oh, proof that that um, Steven Spielberg is a paedophile. Um, so I'm like, okay. So you watch it, and <laughs> in an interview for Transformers, because the first Transformers film was directed by Steven Spielberg, when it, or, or executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, produced by him, wasn't it? And Michael Bay is obviously a director. Um, and they said, oh, what's Steven Spielberg like? And Shia LaBeouf is like just joking around. And obviously now we know that, you know, he's, he's got his own troubles and that. But um, yeah. he's 
he's gone. He eats babies. Megan Fox is there just laughing, like, because she knows <laughs> that they've been doing their press junket for like 15 hours at this point. Yeah. And it's just like, he's probably answered that question in every single interview. <laughs> so they've gone, like, oh, so what's Steven Spielberg like? And he's just gone, he eats babies. And like, you can tell he's messing about. She's cracking up, like, this is just like, ridiculous. And, um, this person's like, posted a video going, proof that it's a bit of fun. What's wrong with you, isn't it? Absolutely mad. I'll tell but, you what. But what, they, but what I did see in that same account was going through, because like I said, I, I watch those things not because I'm looking to find, oh, oh this this is um, this is definitely true or anything like that, because I know that all the stuff those, because there's so many different weird conspiracies that come from the same people that you go, not everything can be a conspiracy. I totally understand that, that conspiracies exist and there are some out there, yeah. but yeah. not everything is a conspiracy. Michelle no. Obama is not a trans woman. No. It's just, just, it's just, just not. It's just not. <clears throat> and, but, there, but a couple of the videos were, um, were interesting. So there was one of Johnny Depp and one oh, of God. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Both basically defend oh, and actually there's one of Whoopi Goldberg as well defending Polanski yeah that's a strange position to take the Tarantino one was like he he was basically saying like oh um yeah but if they if if they want it then that's fine it's against the law here but if they want it and they're all like whoa no I know it's not fine. It's absolutely not fine. He's like so a seventeen-year-old man. That's a thirteen-year-old girl. Yeah, but in that country, it's legal. Yeah, that's not cool. The thing is, though, people are, that like there's a, there's a few things I find weird. So, John, like, um, it's off the topic of uh, these sick people. We're off the topic of that. Do you know, like when all the statues are being pulled down in the summer? Yeah. And uh, then you get people now saying. Uh, you know, if if you if you if you, not if you support it, but if you want to know a little bit more about these people before you make a judgment, and you got people going, you just want to rewrite history. You you're a snowflake. You're this. You're that. You don't understand things. These people are literally trying to find out more about what these people did. They're like trying to find out more history about them. They're literally mm. not rewriting history. They're trying to ask more questions. But the, and I mean, people are calling them snowflakes. It don't make sense. Yeah, you're you're right because. I think, especially in in English schools, in English schools, in English schools, you're you're given um, you're taught part of the story. You're taught the part that makes um, the British Empire sound like heroic, Um, but you can't have an empire and it be good. And I think, and but one one thing that does annoy me is it does feel like the British Empire is the only one people ever go like, oh. Can't believe that you did. Oh yeah, colonizers and I was like, whoa, hang on a minute. <laughs> the Portuguese did it, the Spanish done it, the Dutch, French, everyone, the Belgians. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was at it, right? <laughs> we, we were just adding more. Yeah, we were just better at it at that point. Yeah, yeah. Which means the things that that were done were more horrific, like absolutely horrific, and 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 that's I think that's the thing that happens, isn't it? Is that in in our in school and stuff? Like I wasn't. They go, oh yeah, there were slaves, but then we abolished the slave trade, and the, and I found out as well. I think did I share the video? I might have shared the video with you around the slave. It was just this video about the slave trade and that, and how like the reparations and that that 
Britain had been paying it for yeah. like absolute like for decades, and it only stopped and only finished paying like ten years ago or something like that. So like there's still there's an acknowledgement of like, do you know what what we did there to your people was bang out of order. Obviously, you can never change and um, you can never no. change what happened. You can never change the fact that you know people's homes were destroyed, families were. Were, were killed and stuff and you can't you can never fix that but i guess there's at least i say at least there's there's some kind of acknowledgement there but then but then it's kind of there's the acknowledgement that's then hidden under all these other things and then you get and like i said we get taught at school oh, oh yeah so the british empire we went out and we did this and Oh, and in india everybody you bloody left us no they didn't could, no they didn't you could see how far it went I, I I like to think of the empire going as far as it did, and and I think cricket marks it, because every country that likes cricket was <laughs> under the was under the empire. It just it just stacks up. You look at countries like cricket, <laughs> South Africa, tick, yeah. India, tick, Pakistan, Sri Lanka must have been, yeah, um, the West Indies, West Indies, tick. Uh, you got Australia, tick, New Zealand. Yeah. Tick Zimbabwe, <laughs> tick. It's that's how I see. Do Russians play cricket? The only one because we didn't America... go there. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why don't Americans play cricket? That's the weird one. We'll be late to America, maybe. No, maybe. Maybe the Americans just went, guys. This is shit. I like Let's cricket. do something else. I like cricket, but India, obviously, Pakistan, they love it, they. So that's where the yeah. empire left. That's the remnants of the empire cricket. I'm I'm sure if you spoke to people from India and Pakistan, they'll, they'll have a lot more to say. <laughs> so I saw something the other day that the British actually took stole the tea from China. So tea is only naturally found was only naturally found in China. Mm. But they took it to India, and that's where these, you know, obviously tea grows everywhere now. But originally, is that, is that, only found in China. Is that is that because they've gone bloody long way, China? India, on the other hand, exactly closer, right well, environment and, to grow it in. And we 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 run we run shit in India, didn't we? Yeah. So did we? Did we didn't take over China? Obviously, did we? No, no did we? No. Where did the empire? The empire was big, mind. Yeah, it went to like so Singapore, Hong Kong, but not, yeah, main, that... not but not mainland China. No. It is. It is mad how far it went. Considering how small Britain is, yeah. It must be to do with the technology and I suppose the weaponry and all the rest. Just of it. Good, good navies, mate. Yeah, because it's quite. Is it the biggest empire ever? No. Or would that be Genghis Khan or something like that? Yeah. Or the Romans, yeah. maybe. No, I think it was um, Big Big Genghis. Let's have a look. That's an interesting... Uh, biggest empire. Let's have a look. No, it is the British Empire. Is it really? Yeah, 26.35% of the world. 
That's the, Mong- mad. the Mongol Empire was 17.81%. Roman? Uh, the Russian Empire is in third, but the Russian Empire is big because Russia's big. Uh... That's the thing as well. Like, what, what would you say so, is big? You've got so the number a, of countries or the land that sure it's really mad, though. Like, as recent as 1920, that was. That Britain, Britain's empire was at its biggest. 26, over a quarter of the world was owned by the British Empire. It's mad. It is mad. Spaniards had a bit point. Yeah, well, yeah, because because they had a lot of South America, didn't they? Yeah, the Roman Empire. I think that's quite far down, to be honest. Roman Empire was only well. So Roman Empire was five. To be fair, so, then, yeah. Be fair, then, they, was... they walked everywhere, though, didn't they? Roman Empire was 5 million square kilometres and the British Empire was 35 million square kilometres. That's mad. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And, it's, and, and I suppose Italy's not a huge country. No. Either, is it? No. But the Empire of Japan. The Empire of Japan was... That's... Ah, that would have been Second World War, wouldn't it? So where did that stretch to? Saipan? Uh... So uh, I don't know. I think it took a bit of the Soviet Union as well. Fair play to him. Yeah, interesting stuff. Korea, Korea, Taiwan. Doing what they want. They soon back down, don't they? Doing what they want. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to the end of the show. Boz and I are recording again very soon, so we'll have another episode in the can and with you at some point. So there's no no promises of, of timescales there. Um, if you have seen any weird news stories or anything, any weird goings on from around the world, just send them in to us. Uh, Twitter, at BBPennyArcade. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram, also at BBPennyArcade, uh, or drop us a long-form email to BBPennyArcade.com at gmail.com uh, just a, a thank you again to Carl Pleasant for our theme Laurie Mallion for our artwork and uh, and that's it see you soon bye yeah,